When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Chris Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce and Joyce, as you can tell from my dark room. We're doing this after dark. It is, but the lighting in the room is constantly changing. In so my room. It looks like That's, you're in a rave. So if I like lean back, the ring light kind of like blows up. And if I lean mm-hmm. forward, yeah. I can get dark. And you should just night. do it lean back yeah. the whole time. Yeah, for the whole hour. Uh, we're not here to talk about my lighting and how bad it is, even though I have this or, giant... We, maybe light. we should do cinematography one day just to talk about your lighting. I mean, I have the biggest ring light in the world. It's the size of a basketball and it doesn't seem to want to work. But Joyce, you get what you pay for when you spend 30 bucks on Amazon, I guess. This was an emergency ring light because... The other one died? Yeah. So... We're not here to talk about that, Joyce. We're here to talk about the limited series categories, our favorite, question mark, uh, for the yeah, Emmy. They were our favorite pre-nominations. Now it's like chaos in a different fashion, where it just is like, there's two shows that could win series, and that's it. Nothing else. No offense to the other shows, but they don't really have as much, I would say, of a chance as the White Lotus or Dope Sick. And if you look at our combined odds, uh, you add up the dropout, Pam and Tommy and Inventing Anna, and you get, and I'm bad at math choice, but it's less than 100. It's less than 75. Um, so so the the bottom three, I guess you could call them. Yes. They're, they're all at nine to two. Yes. <laughs> so not, not the strongest odds. What if one of them went though? So the dropout, Pam and Tommy and Inventing Anna. So I think Pam and Tommy would win if it was just based on the nominations. Actors <laughs> liked it. It's about it got, Hollywood. It got 10 nominations. It didn't get writing or directing. But it's about Hollywood. So Ish. Hollywood loves Hollywood. Yeah, sort of. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's some of its crafts are not surprising, like makeup right. and costumes and hairstyling. That's not surprising at all. Um, but it got casting, right? Yeah, it got. I mean, there was a time when I thought the dropout could just sweep through. But as we talked about in our typing column, I just think it's not, has not like stood the test of the season, unfortunately. I mean, we talked about that this whole spring, yeah. summer, like how it had a lot of, it built a lot of buzz, like as it was airing and then it ended. Um, and and it, it got better as the season went on, but it just felt like after it was over, it really just became focused on amanda and then we were not sure if it would make it to in series and it did it did so you know like the staircase didn't make it 
No, so, a uh, lot didn't make it. Yeah, Made and like it. you know, it still got it got it's it's in a weird situation because it got six, and it's a contemporary show, so you could say it was never gonna you know like no one was predicting it for like makeup and stuff, right? right. Like maybe could have gotten contemporary costumes, right? Um, but it got writing and directing, double directing. Which is a surprise, maybe you could say, based on like the amount of other contenders in the category. Yeah. So maybe um, it's maybe it's maybe it could win choice. Yeah, I would say like of the bottom three, it's probably the most respected. Right. And I mean that shows in our our rankings. And certainly I have it, I actually have Pam and Tommy ahead of it, but uh I have Pam and Tommy ahead of it with, with 101 odds. Uh but I have the White Lotus winning still, Joyce. And I'm not totally sure about it, but I just think it's like the obvious pick based on the 20 nominations. I could see Dope Sick winning for sure, but I'm going to stick with the White Lotus for now. I have White Lotus. Um, you know, everyone, all the branches votes in uh, or vote in the program categories. Right. So uh, I think it'll win that um dope psych is probably you know the the more respected show like the more serious show about mm-hmm. a serious subject matter so i can see it winning but i don't know i guess the case for dope psych is that it's the more serious subject matter mm-hmm. and that like you have said previously just because i had 14 noms compared to the 20 for White Lotus, it actually did it pretty well comparatively, right? Because the White Lotus got so many acting, I think eight acting nominations, right? Yeah, so I got eight acting. I mean, um, Dope Sick, Dope Sick got six, six. It just missed for Rosario. So right. White Lotus has a bigger cast right. too. So, but it's still, you know, it like it, it's below the line um, performance is still good as well. So it's right. like sort of on par, par with the White Lotuses. So. I guess, too, it depends on, like, what people, so, like, with these, like, we've talked about this, no one is going to go back and watch Dope Sick or The White Lotus, right? No, no tell, I, I have a hard time believing a Television Academy member is going to go, you know what, I got to rewatch White Lotus. I just don't believe that. They have too much stuff to no watch. No one is going to watch any of these, which is why it's, it's fun now seeing people freak out about tapes. Right. like episode submissions like right. none of these people are going to go back and rewatch these shows and they don't remember them. the episodes either probably right because it's just it's like no, all because, and also like you know us being nerds or like the people who follow this stuff being nerds and saying like this is a bad episode for blah 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 or they sh- should have submitted this like no voter is going to be like i am not voting for x because right. that was the quote-unquote wrong episode that they submitted you know right. Like they're gonna, if they have already seen the show, they're just gonna remember what they liked about that performance, especially if they voted for them in phase one for the nomination, you know? Exactly. So then you're left with, do people have a better fondness for White Lotus or Dope Sick in their mind? Now, Dope Sick is a ser- more serious show. And I think when you're watching it, you're like, man, this is a bummer, certainly. And White Lotus is like fun or satirical, right? A dark comedy. There's more humor in it, for certainly. And I wonder though, which one ages better? Do you have a more, like, does the White Lotus satire kind of like not as powerful, almost a year ago in here, right? I think it was on last August, the White Lotus. So it premiered in July. July, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like over a year later, you like, oh, the White Lotus really aged well. I mean, I think it did, but I'm not sure if other, maybe Dopesick has the greater staying power. 
So then you're left with, do people just go, I like Dopesick a lot. And I think Dopesick, I think people, a lot of people do like Dopesick. I think we've talked about this before and how I don't think that show like maxed out in, in its, uh, in the like, in pop culture popularity, right. right? But I think people just eventually got to it, like the general public, I mean, and, and voters too, but like they watch it and they like it, like great performances. And I, I think, I don't think like anyone hates the show. No. You know, um, whereas like we've talked about before, like White Lotus, a satire, it can be divisive, clearly not with the Academy. Right. Got 20 nominations. Um, but you know, like Dopesick also won a Peabody, mm-hmm. you know. So. Is it possible that like Dopesick is the Queen's Gambit to White Lotus is mayor of Easttown, I guess. Do you mean the other way? Yes. I meant the other way. <laughs> you know what I meant. You know what I meant. I got confused. Well, I mean, the Queen's Gambit still won series. So that's what I meant. No, I meant it that way. Is Dopesick like Queen's Gambit? And is White Lotus like Mirror, where it's going to get the acting wins, even though Dopesick will get Michael Keaton win, which we'll talk about here momentarily. But I wonder if it's like that kind of thing where it's but like- But then are you, are you saying that Dopesick is going to win three acting awards? No. Wait, what saying, is, no, you're saying, you're saying Dopesick is Queen's. Yes. This is confusing because it's, it's, it's more sense to be the other way. <laughs> I think it may be Dopesick is Queen's where it could win series in the end because it's like the stronger overall show. But White Lotus is going to get more acting wins, I guess. It's not a perfect comp choice. No, it's not. That's, it's a very flawed comp because actually <laughs> you could say Dopesick, the better comparison for Dopesick it, as where we are now with what everyone's predicting is Dopesick is like when they see us, we'll just win actor. Okay. So you're going back a little further. And then like White Lotus would be like Chernobyl and win everything else. Okay. Because that's basically what everyone's predicting right now. So that's the comp I think maybe I should go with. Because like like Queen's Gambit, I wouldn't say is more serious than Mare. I think there- I guess my thought was that Queen's Gambit was the strong, clearly, I think the overall the stronger show. Well, yeah, it had more nominations, I think by two. Um, and obviously it dominated critics, uh, critics, uh, creative arts. It right. won nine out of 12 at creative arts and then everyone freaked out. And that's when everyone jumped ship from Kate Winslet to Anya Taylor-Joy. I did that, yeah. I did not. I stuck with Kate all the way. You were right. Yeah. Don't, don't give up on Kate. She'll come through. She's got um, so many TV projects now that are like multiple Emmy winners. She just, like. yeah, she has two HBO limited series. In the Can't even tell the difference, but I'm like, they'll just release them back-to-back years and she'll win two Emmys probably. Yeah, so so she won her first two Emmys for HBO series yes. that start with the letter M, and now she has two HBO limited series in the works with the definite article in the title. The so, so. another two Emmys. Congratulations yeah. to Kate Wins on those Emmys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but like I think everyone would look at like the White Lotus's twenty nominations versus Dope Six fourteen and be like, obviously White Lotus is right. a runner, like Queen's Gambit is. I guess, I guess that makes sense. I just think that from a, ser- like, a, I don't know. I, I mean, like that. last year, the, the serious show was Underground Railroad. True. Which would have gotten right. more nominations if it was weekly, as we've talked about. Uh, yeah, I, you know, they should have just held it and premiered it like in the fall. So it'd be eligible this year. If Underground Railroad was in the, not that we need to do this, but if Underground Railroad was here, I think it would be cleaning up. You know, 
no shade to any of the nominees this year, but any of the five nominees last year would have easily won series. This yeah. <laughs> I said that in our column on Friday about the actress category, which I guess oh, we yeah, for sure. next. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, I have, I have Lily James still winning. We talked, we talked about this in our column, Amanda Seyfried, I have in second for the odds though. Amanda Seyfried is like the mostly overwhelming choice. Uh, and then Lily James is next followed by Margaret Qualley, Julia Garner, Tony Collette, and Sarah Paulson rounding out the top six. I'm still sticking with Lily. I just think that, that she's going to come on strong. She really is. I just feel like she's really pushing for it where I'm not sure Amanda is yet. She is. I, they both are. I felt like Amanda did a lot of her press before the nominations. She just had another interview with Hollywood Reporter last week. Hmm. She she said, because um, she's taking her husband, Thomas Sadowski, to the Emmys. They asked, like, who are you taking? And she says, obviously, Thomas, but he has a conflict because his film is premiering at TIFF that same day. Hmm. What film? So... I don't know, but some film and he, but like, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna go with her to the Emmys. So. That's nice. Mm -hmm. I'm looking up the movie choice. So I I still have a, I guess, devotion, maybe. Sure. Yes. yes. It's a plain, it's a world, a Korean war movie with uh, Jonathan Majors and. Yeah. She did say it was a Gwen Powell. So So that's what this is. Yeah. Love me some Glenn Powell, Joyce. We'll talk about him maybe when we do our Oscar, uh, early Oscar talk at some point. But I still Um, think, I think Lily James can win because of the transformation aspect. And I think she's really pushing for it. And I think in the end, another thing I was thinking of the category is like, this is kind of silly, but like, as you've talked about with like, with, uh, with, with Laura Linney and uh, Sarah Snook, where they don't love women that they don't, they don't like right so like unlikable women characters don't necessarily do as well with the the male fronted television academy so i'm looking at elizabeth holmes and pamela anderson i actually think the way especially based on like reality pam and tommy is much more sympathetic to pamela anderson i think you have like a lot more empathy for her even though i think a great thing about the dropout is that you do have empathy for elizabeth holmes i think most people are like elizabeth holmes sucks and so maybe that'll help like Lily James in a close race because you're more apt to be like, I feel bad for Pamela Anderson. And even though you should feel bad for Elizabeth Holmes too, as the show shows, and that's kind of like the point, I think people are still gonna be like, screw her. So I don't know, that that maybe is another reason to put her over the top. Um, I agree. Pam has a very sympathetic portrayal in, in Pam and yeah. Tommy. Yeah. But I think the key difference between um, Elizabeth Holmes and Wendy Bird and... Shiv Roy is that Elizabeth Holmes is a real person. Right. So I think like they know that. You hope that. So like they know that. Like they're not gonna <laughs> like like it's impressive because it's like the whole thing about like her and her voice, right? Like and how hard she worked at her voice. Like yeah, like that. I think her playing at a quote unquote unlikable character who is a real person is different than like Laura Lenny and Sarah Snook playing. Sure quote-unquote unlikable right. female characters who are fictional and just be clear we don't think this this is we don't think no i am all about like give laura lenny sarah snook yeah. all the emmys in the world please and i actually think the way amanda cypher plays elizabeth holmes is actually she's very likable and you actually do understand yeah a lot of her reasoning for for scamming people yeah but most people good. don't think this way no no yeah so 
um uh, tough beat but no so you still have you still have amanda i still have amanda i think she can still do it i mean i think this is probably the closest acting race in limited um lily, seems that way lily is in a great position to win um and and yeah like the it's it's funny because like these are both hulu shows right yes, yes. um and i feel like hulu's definitely like uh getting out there with pam and tommy as a whole obviously also because it has like three actors nominated right. um but they but they've been doing that this whole time um whereas like like we've said like the dropout has really just become the amanda show yes and obviously she's the only actor from the dropout nominated right so which still bums me out because i think especially i'm just surprised especially on an unlimited ballot you think they would have just kind of like gone they down just the went list. all in on the white lotus yes and dope sick okay <laughs> yes good thing there's no white lotus or dope sick lead actress because i'm sure they would be well out in front if there was yeah and then i i mean like the biggest i mean we, we we talked about like how maybe or maybe not william h macy and like laurie metcalf would get in um because like their their roles are so slight so i guess it's easy in hindsight 2020 to be like to be like oh the dropout flop because it couldn't get these well-known people like laurie metcalf who's nominated for hacks and william h macy who they just nominate for shameless all the time until it was over um and they couldn't get in but like they weren't in it a lot and we've talked about this too like it, it's only real big acting snub was naveen andrews right so so you could say he was boxed out by seth rogan <laughs> yeah because if they were going through white lotus dope sick and then they went to pam and tommy then they went to naveen who was yeah probably and then right and then like the the early ups of pam and tommy seth rogan is like the lead yes so Maybe people maybe. just watched like the first three episodes. <laughs> maybe they might have been like, "Hey, we get the idea." No, it happens. Uh, I'll be curious to see how this plays out. I, I'm like I've been saying, I'm just surprised more people haven't jumped on Lily James and are like our. I, I mean, mean, I think this is this is it's still the closest. It's still the closest, but it's not that close, I guess, compared to like other race. Like, I mean, if you look at like, I mean, not to jump categories here, but I was looking before. It's like, uh, even like drama supporting actress Julie Garner and Sarah Snook are like pretty close, like comparatively, you know, it's like, I, I just think, I'm, and I'm like, maybe like you always say, maybe as more people update, as we get closer, I could see more people shifting to Lily James. So it's even closer. I don't think Amanda Seyfried will fall out from first though, going into the show. I mean, you know, unless like Pam and Tommy like cleans up and then people think like that means right. something, which as again, we saw last year, doesn't mean anything for Anna Taylor Joy, even right. though her show dominated because only right. actors are voting for acting. Right. Um, now you've but, talked about like, what about Julie Garner here sneaking in? Do they split their own vote basically, Lily James and Amanda? I and mean, I think they could. I don't know like how, I guess they're similar in that they're both playing real people. I mean, like Julie Garner is as well, but that show was a lot more fun. Yes. Watchable. <laughs> like not, not, not a, a fantastically well-made show by any means but a lot of fun people like watching it it was very popular. yeah also episodes were way too long like movie length episodes um but i i can see like a like if you don't care about this category i can see like a casual voter just checking off julia garner because they saw that show right me too yeah. actually and i can see the two of them splitting enough votes that it like 
helps her win, basically. So um, Regina King is the last person in this, uh, or, or since they split up, because um, a limited series and TV movie used to be merged in, in one category. Remember those days? Yeah. And then they split them up again in 2014. So since then, Regina King for seven seconds is the only person to have won this without her show being nominated right. for series. Um, and that was another week year in 2018 too. Right. Um, so, so you could say that the other women are out um, like Margaret, Tony and Sarah. I think if Maid would have gotten nominated, people would have been much higher on Margaret. Oh yeah, for sure. Because people so, were like picking her to people win. People were picking Margaret to like beat Kate at the Winter Awards. Yes. Yeah. Now she's in um, fourth in my picks. She is in mine as well. Just but because, she's third for the odds. Yeah, just because she doesn't have the or Maid doesn't have the series nom. Um, we do like we do like Julie Garner too. You and I. I mean, I have Julia. You mean her performance? Yeah, it's fun. No, it's no. Um, <laughs> I if like I was going to nominate a performance from that show, it would have been Anna Klumski. Mine um, would have been uh Aaron But she's Boy not supporting. It. Anna's no. not supporting. That's where they ran her. But uh, it, it is insane to think that Netflix got Inventing Anna a series nomination and not made when made was like obviously their number one. <laughs> Pretty remarkable. Uh, uh, I mean, like, you could say that Margaret could still win because it's only actors voting. But I feel like Maid has just kind of dissipated. A little bit, yeah. It just kind of felt like a, one of those, like you said, like if, having so factored heavily into the winter shows too, it just felt like kind of like a tweener here, I feel like, where it kind of got left behind a little. Didn't, didn't have the staying power of like White Lotus or Dope Sick. Yeah, I mean, and it's the PGA. Right. Uh, which I think, you know, I, in hindsight, everyone should have taken more seriously. <laughs> yeah. Because um, as we, like, before we made our final predictions, we said, like, that could have been, it could have been the the one show from last year that could miss, and it did. We were we were pretty on it. I think we both, I, I still had it in, though, like a dope. I mean, I still had it in, too, because it's also, like, if I leave it out, what do I put in? Like, I, I, I had considered inventing Anna. Wow. For like, yeah, I did because of just the visibility. Because we know it's watch. It, it's like the Emily in Paris situation, right. you know, like not a great show, but people watched it and they voted for it on limited ballot. Never once did I consider Pam and Tommy. Amazing. <laughs> so, what uh, if for, what if Sarah wins? I don't think she's gonna win. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. I love I love Sarah. Paulson. That's another transformation. Great transformation. Show is maybe. I think that show. In, again, in a fantasy world where that show was on Hulu uh, the day after it aired on FX or just all on Hulu, I think it would have gotten a lot more nominations. I don't think people really saw it. I mean, it has more nominations than made, so. Yikes. As five to three, so. Tough beat. Um, I mean, it, it got into writing, so which that, that's its second biggest nomination. Um, and the other ones are for like makeup and stuff, obviously. Right um yeah so okay, how, about, how about this if tony yeah. had had run supporting yes who would have gotten the sixth spot here oh boy uh jessica chastain i guess i didn't predict her but i would because, imagine 
because Oscar got in. Yeah. I mean, who else would you put in? I don't know. Like, well, I mean, like, you know, Imish Patel got in to actor. Yeah, but I don't think they would have put like uh, Mackenzie Davis in because she's like, it's such an ensemble and she actually isn't because the character, like Imish Patel plays that character the whole time and Mackenzie Davis's character is split between two people. So like if they like you, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but it's not like a lead performance. I don't know. I don't think they think about it like that. It doesn't matter. I think about it like that. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, but what like, about then Beanie you, Feldstein? Then you wouldn't vote it. Beanie Feldstein, double nominee? No. For impeachment, no. <laughs> Beanie Feldstein, uh, as we're recording this, her last performance in Funny Girl. Wow, it's tonight? Yeah. Really going out a lot of fanfare. Good for her. Uh, Michael Keaton for Dope Sick Joyce. I have him just running away with it. Sebastian Stan in second. Garfield for Oscar Isaac and Amesh Patel rounding up my list. I mean, I don't know what else there is to say. <laughs> is this the most predictable of the races in the whole Emmys? Yes. If my he's, had he's had this locked since he was in the bathroom during SAG and then left Salma Hayek waiting. And then yes. he rolled onto that stage and then gave that very emotional and also insane speech. It was a great speech because it went from like, holy cow, this is insane and hilarious to like, you're like, want to tear up because it's so emotional. Yeah. Really great stuff. Only yeah. Michael Keaton could do this. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then like same thing, I did it again at Critics' Choice. Um, not not in about, he was there like in his seat when he won, but, um, and obviously also won the untelevised globe. Yes. Remember that? Laughter is the best medicine choice. Yeah. Music is, is It's music. It's music, not music. laughter. Laughter doesn't do both, shit. But it's both because music is as good. we learned 20 minutes after that, it was, it was both, so. Uh, this might be the most, if he doesn't win, it would be my biggest upset of the night, I think. Just straight up. Even with Jennifer Coolidge and Murray Bartlett, who we'll talk about here coming up, I still think that they could lose, maybe. Michael Keaton would be the- Oh, I think they could lose, too. I don't think Michael Keaton could lose. Like, I really don't. I, did, I, I have nothing to say. I don't know. He's, I mean, I have, I have Sebastian in second. <laughs> I honestly think it's the most locked, even more locked up than Gene in Comedy Actress. Gene Smart. Yeah. It's wild. I'm um, so psyched. I love Michael Keaton. Let him win. I know. Like, I, I want this for him. And yeah. I think a lot of people want this for him because he he has not won a lot of stuff in his career. No. Or at least, like, a, a lot of stuff from his peers. Like, this is right. an industry award. Right. Right. So. Um, Very, I'd argue, incredibly underrated actor. Yes, for sure. And like he he should have an Oscar by now. He should definitely have more than one Oscar nomination by now. Um, and this, you could tell like, you know, obviously like from the speeches and everything, just also like a very personal story to right. him. Like it means a lot to him. And uh, yeah, so it'll be great to watch Michael Keaton win an Emmy. What would you give Michael Keaton an Oscar for, Joyce? Like of his past work? Yes. Um. Oh my gosh. I mean, I would have given it to him for Birdman. So Birdman, he probably should have won over uh, Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, his uh, Chicago 7 co-star. Um, Nomination-wise. Like, there's, there's so many. Like Mr. Mom, he was great. Um, Beetlejuice, Clean and Sober, which um, was, you know, like a, it was about substance abuse. So like a, right. a serious performance, right? This was back when he was just known for comedies as well. Um, yeah, he has a little bit of like Tom Hanks 
like I thought of as comedy, but never like pop like Tom Hanks. Yeah, like multiplicity, just iconic performance. I was gonna say Beetlejuice, he probably should have gotten an Oscar nomination. Mm-hmm. I'll say this: if, yeah. if Beetlejuice was played by Robin Williams, it would have gotten an Oscar nomination. I think they liked Robin Williams more at this time of the year in this era of the Oscars. I mean, it's like I'm like just looking at his credits now. <laughs> Me too. Uh, Batman, I don't think he would have gotten nominated, like we said. Uh, I would have nominated for the paper, greatest movie of 1994. You would have given that a directing nomination, but not best picture, as we've already discussed. Yes. Ron Howard for the paper. Incredible, <laughs> incredible work. Best Ron Howard movie. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of like lead. Well, because he took a lengthy break. Right. Um, like in the late 90s and then the aughts. So, um, yeah, Birdman would have been a good one. Yeah. Love, love for his daughter. We're on a real tangent here, but Joyce, did you ever see the movie Worth? It's on Netflix. Absolutely. I have not excellent. watched that. That that was uh that was his twofer with um Chicago Seven in 2020. So that's like a that not I'll go on a brief tangent, a further tangent, but that's another one of the things I feel like when you have a Netflix has so many contenders, sometimes things get just like lost in the shuffle. That was one that was so good. It was a Sundance movie about like. 9-11 the aftermath of 9-11 like trying to figure out literally the worth is like how much is a person who died in 9-11 worth from an insurance standpoint and it's like he is unbelievably good in it as yeah, he was promoting both at the same time so good in it uh great movie did you um, like him in, in morbius maybe we get him a 2020 maybe i have not seen more actor so, so let me tell you something uh he's not in it until the, the credit scene it that's great i'm not gonna watch it so yeah, spoiler Thanks. alert and it, it doesn't really make a lot of sense so um yeah, I mean, I loved him in Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, just, he was great in that. Just when he opens the door and scares the shit out of Tom Holland. So, so good. Yeah, good So he's stuff. got one other Emmy nomination for a nonfiction special as a producer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is a great moment for Michael Keaton. I'm very psyched. Yeah, I mean, like like some of his like guest star stuff, like I loved him on 30 Rock. Yeah. He could have won for that too, you know, um, especially because they constantly nominated 30 Rock guest stars. Right. back then too um but yeah this this will be a great moment can't wait i'm so excited for this. Uh, limited supporting actress jennifer coolidge i have uh, she's running away with this uh in our odds and in my picks i guess and then i have uh caitlin deaver in second natasha rothwell in third alexander daddario in fourth connie Britton in fifth sydney sweeney in sixth and mayor winningham in seventh all of them from either dope sick or the white lotus they only watched two shows. That's it. There were only two limited series last year. Yeah, it's true. Um, Pretty wild. Not, you know, there were 600 shows that aired this season, but only two limited series. Correct. Yeah. So. Um, uh, if there was somebody who Jennifer Coolidge doesn't win, Kaylin Deaver is obviously the next pick, but what White Lotus actress would you put here instead of Jennifer Coolidge? I mean, my personal favorite is Alexandra, as we've discussed. Like, I would give it to Alexandra if you force me to give it to a White Lotus lady. Right. Like, I would have Jennifer in my personal White Lotus lineup. I would put Jennifer in, like, third. Like, I would do Alexandra and Natasha and then Jen. I would do Sydney. Of course you would. And then I would do uh, probably Natasha and then Alexandra and then Connie and then Jennifer. So we're not going to win the Jennifer Coolidge stands here, I guess is what I'm saying. No, I mean, I love Jennifer Coolidge. Great. The performance, I, good. Like, good. I think people, it's, 
like just want her to win too. So she had the, uh, what I like to call like the Black Panther at the previous year's Oscars moment last year at the Emmys where she got like a huge around. Yeah, she was the only, the only White Lotus cast member to yeah. present last year. And she got a big ovation. So it was basically like teeing her up to win this year. I think most people are just going to be like, we love Jennifer Coolidge. And I think she's going to win. But I do wonder if like Caitlin Deaver could pull it out because she had such a meaty performance. I think Caitlin can do it. Um, I still have her in second. Um, but it's, I think she's like very clearly the alternate here. Like, I don't yeah. think Mayor is going to hurt her at all. Like, I think Mayor got the nomination. This is her eighth nomination, to be clear. She's a two-time winner. She's been nominated for five straight decades now. So, you know, queen of the Emmys. But like she she got in because of, she was a coattail nomination to Caitlyn because of their storyline or right. Caitlyn's storyline. So you could say that Mayor getting in bodes well for Caitlyn. Yeah. So, and that's like an easier split to overcome than you can argue than overcoming four of your co-stars like Jen has to. And then I think the other thing too with the White Lotus is I feel like they're all different flavors of performance. You know what I mean? Like every mm-hmm. one of these is slightly different. So like you might actually, there might not be, like you're right. Like I think Caitlin is only helped by Mayor there, but you could yeah. argue that like, you could have a different, like we just did. Like everybody got like a different favorite White Lotus basically. Yeah. Um, Because Jennifer Coolidge is doing like specifically Jennifer Coolidge things. Yeah, it's a very Jennifer Coolidge performance. And like the others are not doing those things. They're not doing Jennifer Coolidge performances. Well, they're not doing Jennifer (laughs) Coolidge performances. They're all doing like different stuff. Like Connie Britton, we've seen do like, she's not doing like a typical Connie Britton thing, I would say. Like, because Connie Britton is usually like very. She's not Tammy Taylor. Right. She's like the the send up version of Tammy Taylor a little bit, right? Because she's like a girl boss but also like not doing that great as a girl boss. Yes. And then uh, Alexandra is like, you know, I don't even know, woke blogger who is like, doesn't want to do her. And, and like also very sympathetic too. Because right. her husband's such a dickhead. Yeah. And then, and then Latasha is also sympathetic. <laughs> most too. sympathetic and yeah. gets to share the screen with, with Jennifer and yeah. like kind of has to field a lot of the Jennifer Coolidgeisms, which I found really impressive as a performance, right? Because I feel like it would be tricky to act with Jennifer Coolidge because if you're not on your toes, I think she could overpower her screen partners because she's so like talented and funny and like big. And Tasha kind of hangs in really well, I think. Mm-hmm. So we've we've discussed this before at some point. I don't remember when, but what if Jen is like Catherine Hahn? And because like she's like the the more comedic performance the season-long frontrunner that everyone's predicting. And then uh, Caitlin is the Julianne Nicholson, who's uh, the lead star wins. Keaton is Kate. Right. Um, and then, like, Caitlin has, like, just a powerhouse performance. Really good stuff. Um, a lot more dramatic, too, and sympathetic. And she's nominated against a co-star, so Mayor is the Gene Smart in the situation. But everyone, no one was picking Gene Smart right. for Mayor of Easttown last year. So like, Mayor is not going to hurt Caitlin the same way that Gene did not hurt Julianne. You know. I think you could see that, and I mean, I think that plus like vote splitting would put her over the top. Basically, I don't know. Nobody's picking this. Most everybody's like Jennifer Coolidge is going to steamroll through. Like. Yeah. But. You never know. I don't know. I don't, I so it. the other thing is, I, I also think, I feel like if, if you, if you're picking Dopesick for series, I feel like you would 
most likely, or like if you're an actor voting for Dopesick for series, you would most likely vote for most of the actors too. Like you're, you're probably voting for Keaton right, and right. I could see you voting for Caitlin. Whereas if you're an actor voting for White Lotus for series, I don't, I guess you could vote for Jen in that she's just a front runner and like who doesn't love Jennifer Coolidge, right? But I don't, like if you're just, but if you're thinking about like the performance, I don't know, like, you know, like we just talked about, you could be picking other people from that show. <laughs> also from that show, like her character, I mean, it's definitely, like, it's a supporting performance and obviously it's not like a main focal point, but I'm like, her character is not like as key to the show, I don't think, in like the, the plot machinations as like Murray Bartlett is. So mm-hmm. clearly like you you don't have to like, like Murray Bartlett is almost the lead of White Lotus, right? So when we get to that category, like I have him winning. I have a hard time thinking anybody else could win. But Jennifer Coolidge, I'm like, you could argue that she's in it just a smidgen less than like some of these other women. And then maybe she, does, I don't know. I could see her getting upset. I think that the Catherine Hahn comp is really good. Yeah. Are we going to uh, actually do this? I'm not known to do it yet. I've, I I mean, I haven't done it, but I have thought about it since nominations. I guess we'll see how it goes. Like maybe on creative arts, maybe I'll jump ship then or something. <laughs> like a schmuck. But depending on what. what, what I don't happens. know. I have no idea. White Lotus losing a couple of things that I think it'll win. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Cause like the other thing was like, I, I had Julianne like after like the mayor finale. Cause I was like, obviously like her episode. Right. Um, but, mm-hmm. and, and then it kind of just, I think I, I went back to Catherine because WandaVision got 23 nominations. Right. And then like, you know, her bus, her buzz sustained throughout the entire nine months from when WandaVision premiered in January until the Emmys, you know, um, but you can also say like, you know, that's like a superhero show and they weren't going to touch that. And obviously White Lotus is not a superhero show. No, but I do think it like works that like we get like, there is a little bit of like Jennifer Coolidge is definitely an internet approved favorite, right? Like everyone yes. loves Jennifer Coolidge. So you're never going to have like people, like it just is like a self-fulfilling prophecy that of course she's going to win. I think people really like Caitlin Deaver too, mm-hmm. but I think most like normals look at this category and are like, oh, everyone loves Jennifer Coolidge. Like she's going to win, but maybe the, you're right. Like from a performance standpoint, or if you really like Dope Sick, I mean, Caitlin Deaver probably is the better performance of these two. Yeah. And I would say it's also the most affecting performance too, in the same way of like Julianne versus uh, Catherine. Right. And she has the better material from a dramatic yeah. standpoint. That yeah. Can and and again, top. you know, the actor is also like Dope Sick. It got six acting. <laughs> right. <laughs> so... Well, to I be continued, know. I might switch and then you won't switch and you'll go with Jennifer and she'll win and I'll only like a schmuck and I messed up. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> limited series supporting actor, Joyce. I have uh, Murray Bartlett, as I just said, for White Lotus. And the rest of the category, I have Seth Rogen, then Jake Lacey, Peter Sarsgaard, uh, Michael Stubarg, Steve Zahn, and Will Poulter. I think Murray Bartlett is the lead of White Lotus, I would argue, and I think he should win. It's a great performance. Um, it is. I have him in first, too. Um, and I have Seth in second. <laughs> also a lead performance, arguably, like you said, um, at least in the beginning. Just kind of, kind of like weird to frame that around yes. his character. Yes. I actually think I would might end up with Jake in third and second. I have him in third right now. 
I love Jake Lazy on White Lotus. I would love, so, I love for Jake to win. I would he's so good of the White Lotus guys. Um, Wait, he rolls. I mean, so there's three of White Lotus and three of Dope Sick. So that's a perfect split situation for Seth Rogen. <laughs> I just don't know if there's like. He's good on the show. I just don't think like there's been, I don't think anybody's taking it seriously as like that he can win. I feel like. No. And I don't think like, like the campaign is really Seb and Lily, right? Of the actors. Right. So. And uh, like, I know why he got in and like, it's a good performance, but I don't think he's serious enough to split this vote. And I also don't think the vote splits that, that severe because I don't think like the dope sick guys are very strong contenders. And I don't think rest of the White Lotus guys are even that strong contenders compared to Murray. I don't think I it's think, like a Jennifer Coolidge thing. No, I I mean like the dope set guys, I would I would go for Will if I were voting. Um and I actually do think in a similar way, like he's he's kind of like the most like relatable character. Mm-hmm. Um like like Stuhlbarg, um I don't think he would have gone in had it not been for the unlimited ballot. Right. Like, it's just, like, not that type of performance or role that inspires, like, passion, right? If there it was, like, if they were restricted to, like, five slots or something, like, I don't see a lot of people putting him down for that. And, like, I wouldn't have nominated him for the staircase, not for this. I thought he was getting in for staircase. I was but, more high, high on staircase, so. Yeah, but... Um, for him, I mean. Yeah, I mean... I like Steve Zahn too in the White Lotus. Steve Zahn definitely representing uh, Gen X dads. So that's why I was into him. Uh, not the most flattering portrayal, Joyce, as it turns out. No. Um, but yeah, I saw, I have Murray here. This one so is pretty overwhelming. In our I, don't, I don't think I'll go away from him. I don't know. Nobody even has over, uh, nobody, it's almost as, as overwhelming as Michael Keaton, basically. So. Yeah. Um, but like, if he were to lose, like, would it actually be to Seth? I don't know. I think it would be a dope, I think it would be another dope sick person. So whether it's Will Poulter or like Stuhlbarg for going like villainous or whatever, you know, like, I don't think it would be Seth. I just don't think they're taking that performance seriously as a winner. So, like, what if Dopesick is the mayor and it wins three acting awards, but not Then White Lotus would win series. series. It could be. So I was completely backwards on my <laughs> terrible analogy earlier. It's night, Joyce. It's after dark, you know. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, uh, I don't know. Directing we could do next. We have, uh... well, I'll tell you what. I have Station Eleven winning, which is a hope diction. I don't think it's going to happen. And then I have Dope Sick and White Lotus in second and third. White Lotus is like the overwhelming favorite here. I just don't think it's going to win both writing and directing. I think that's an easy pick to say it will, but I think it will more likely win writing because I think Mike White is more thought of as a writer than a director. And the writing of the show is really sharp. And I think the directing, you could make a case that Station Eleven certainly is like way uh, more elaborate and more complicated from a directing standpoint. So that's why I picked it. But I also think you could say Dope Sick would, would maybe be a winner here, if not White Lotus. Well, the question is, are you going to stick with Station Eleven in September? 
I actually think I might because I don't think they need to pick one of these two to win directing. I just don't. So, okay. So under this current system, the yeah, Give me some winners, facts, Joyce. Please help me. So 2015, this current system, or since they went away from the tape system, um, directing Olive Kitteridge, The Night Manager, Big Little Lies, Versace, Chernobyl, Unorthodox, and The Queen's Gambit. So, oh, God, remember that Scott Frank speech last year? Wow. Do I ever? <laughs> Scott Frank, one of my favorite filmmakers, but not a great uh, winner of speech. Not a great speech maker when it comes to winning awards. Um, yeah, never again, please. Um, so all of these winners, they were, I mean, yeah. So they, they were nominated for series. Yes. Um, and then Olive Kittredge won, Big Little Lies won, Versace won, Chernobyl won, and Queen's Gambit won series. And then the two that did not, The Night Manager and Unorthodox. So they won this category directing thanks to a three-way vote split because in 2016, OJ had three directing nominations. And we've talked about before how it's difficult to overcome three, especially in directing. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Unorthodox won uh, in 2020 when Watchmen had three directing nominations and both right. OJ and Watchmen obviously won series those years. So you're, gonna, you're so, telling me that White Lotus or Dope's gonna win. Yes. It's got a series. <laughs> so, so, so like the votes play situation here is the dropout because that has two. Right. Not I guess three. I would I would galaxy brain and say White Lotus and Dopesick votes with themselves because I think the series race is close enough that you could argue that people are going to like kind of be one or the other and I think Station Eleven can win. Station Eleven without a series nomination. Yes, because I think you could say Station Eleven is probably like sixth, honestly, the way it like shaped out. Yeah, I mean, it did really it got well. Got acting right. I mean. Um. I, I mean, I can, I, I have White Lotus right now. I thought about, um, oh, my browser's frozen, um, but I've, like, I thought about doing Dopesick, like that split. Right. But I I just, I feel like they, they'll just go, they might just go with the, the sweeper. They could. I mean, like, it'd be very easy to do that. Yeah, like, if you think, like, the White Lotus is sweeping, and then, or like, if you think it's winning series, I think it could win here too. Like, I agree that it's it's seen more, or like Mike White is seen more of as a writer, right? And he'll right. probably win that. Um, but, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> Like Hiro Mirai is the director of what, uh, Station Eleven, so like he's obviously gotten a lot of nominations. I think he's like so. I, I'm going with the pick that I think is the best, which is stupid, right? Because I should just pick what's going to win. Why? Why do you predict like that? Stop picking your favorites. <laughs> I don't do it all the time, but I do it sometimes. And this is one of those times, Joyce. It should win. So I'm going. You're just, with, I'm, hope, you're just hope dicting it. I'm gonna hope dict it to the end. I'm gonna write that one down like Slim Pickens on a bomb. 
um i so okay so olive kidders won oops olive kidders won both and then that was a split big little lies was also a split because that didn't win writing right um black mirror won writing um and then so uh yeah and then yeah black mirror also won writing uh against versace right trammell won both um watchmen uh won writing and then i may destroy you one writing so like mike white is definitely more of the auteur of like a michaela cole right i wouldn't compare him to like i mean the black mirror situation is just like that was dumb um but yeah i guess you could do like the mike white winning writing and then like dope sick winning directing if i was gonna um, not pick stage 11 i would pick dope sick to win directing i think they like will that, split. like that makes some sense, sense right but i yeah. I, I just feel like if if the white lotus is as strong as it appears to be, that it, it could just easily win both, especially since it's not in the same triple vote split situation like Watchmen and OJ was. Right. Because those like they lost to the night manager, right. and, no, uh, I get which it. were directed by uh, one person, you know. Right. Uh, for writing, as I have white lotus winning writing, I think no matter what happens directing, white lotus won writing. Yeah. <laughs> That one seems pretty, uh, pretty apparent. Um, yeah, I don't. What do I even have in second? I don't even know. Dope sick. I probably dope sick. Yeah, Danny Strong. Um, yeah, the other ones are Station Eleven, Made, Impeachment, and the Dropout. Right. So I have Station Eleven in third in that one. Dropout in fourth. Not that. Not that matters. Because it's not going to win. Uh, Joyce, that's the limited series category. What, what a barn burner! A lot of fun. I know we just talked about the same two shows, just like the Emmy voters. There were only two yeah. shows. Yeah, that's it. Do so. you want to do quickly for for our fan talk about animation and uh, some of these other categories we don't always touch on briefly, very briefly? Because I don't think we have a lot to say. Some of these are just like already pretty set. So, like your competition program, RuPaul's Drag Race. I, I mean, what else are you going to say? Nothing. It's going to win. Great show. I, I mean, I would, I would like, you know, no no shade against like RuPaul, but it'll be fun to see something else win at this point. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean and I'm that. like a huge Amazing Race fan, but right. it was still boring when it was w- winning, you know, over a decade ago. Um, like, that's what it was so great when I lost in 2010 to Top Chef, because I was like a huge right. upset, so... And then Variety Talk Series say the same thing. John Oliver clearly going to win. It wins every year. It would be nice if something else won. Like Seth Meyers. <laughs> so it would be nice to Finally Seth nominated. win. I think, but no, I don't think he's going to win. It's just like, they just refuse. They're so lazy in these categories. I mean, they're lazy in a lot of categories, but like these especially. Like Variety and Reality Competition. 
for these, and this is silly, this would never happen, but for these shows that are on every year, they should actually, like, if you win one year, you can't, you're not eligible the following year. So somebody else I don't think they need to go that far, but I feel like at this point, maybe they need to be paneled. Right. Like, force, or like, juried, you know, like, for, um, force, like, specific people to actually watch, you know, whatever they submit. And then, like, maybe we could have different winners. Right. <laughs> like, this year is strange because I'm like, none of these shows, I mean, I as someone who, like, watches the clips, I don't I don't watch these shows live, Joyce, I gotta say. I watch them all online. They're on too late, okay. Yeah, I'm asleep. But I watch all the stuff online. I read all the articles, all the aggregating. Love it. Can't get enough. I'm not sure any of these had a particularly strong season no i feel like nothing i like i don't watch these things either i i usually i don't watch like the sketches but i I might watch an interview or two if i like the guest right right and i feel like nothing truly went viral this year i think like colbert would have a pretty good shot but i don't think he's gonna win of these other five i just like it just you know when like john oliver like you know love john oliver but when you're just like when like one show or one person just constantly <laughs> winning it it's just like it's implies like none of these other shows are worthy when it's really just the voters being lazy right you know uh speaking of, of lazy voters variety sketch series joyce saturday night live will win you know SNL should just be happy uh that sketch and talk are still split yeah so because maybe coming I, to an end uh, Keenan Thompson said 50 seasons would be great for SNL well Lauren will just be like 50 seasons is good for you and like you're gone <laughs> and then a variety writing special Joyce this one not a lot of people have picked yet it was a new ad to our uh our, our categories it looks like I've I've dried Carmichael winning for Rothaniel and then Norm Macdonald the second yeah um so this is yeah. like there would be a sympathy vote maybe for norm mcdonald obviously rest in peace because he's dead i i don't think like he'd win because of that i think he'll like draw would probably win like it just he just fits more in like the hannah gatsby type of right. writing win or like john mulaney you know um and it was a special i think even if you don't watch comedy specials you heard about because yeah of like how good it was so yeah i have him winning we don't even have animated because it's not in here it'll be creative arts choice but i think do we, we both have arcane winning yeah i have arcane um i've said before i i was forced to watch it with my yes. friend and not my thing but you know great animation a lot of good stuff there looks great, great gowns beautiful gowns. yeah great gowns beautiful gowns <laughs> so good for it <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know what else there is to say. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing to say, Joyce. I mean, so like um, animation, what it's, what won last year? I don't even remember. Not Arcane, I know that, so. No. <laughs> I'm looking slowly. It wasn't The Simpsons, right? Simpsons won recently. I don't think primal. Oh, no, it was, um, uh, it was um, what's his name? It was primal, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. the uh, Tartakovsky. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see like Arcane winning. So 
Yeah, based on because the, they pick like the more auteur Tory one, maybe. Um. Yeah, yeah. Simpsons one in twenty nineteen. That was a uh, unexpected. <laughs> and that's a choice. So next week, maybe we'll go back to comedy. Yeah. To sure. laugh it up, a little laughter. What is Music there to laugh the about? Best. What's up? What is there to laugh about in comedy? Music. Is that right? Laughing about music is the best medicine? No. But what what of these shows have music? I don't know. <laughs> I, I gotta think about it. I got a week to think about it, Joyce. I'll come up with something good. Uh, but this was fun. Talk to you later. Bye. For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at goldderby. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.